Shaking it up with Sheikh Fayaz. Nightly Ramadan Reflections. A'udhu billahi minash shaytan ar-rajim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. rahim Wabihi nasta'in. Wassalatu wassalamu ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina Muhammad. Wa ala ahla baytah al-tayyibin al-tahirin. The night of the 23rd of the holy month of Ramadan marks the most important night on the calendar, the night of Laylatul Qadr, whereby Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states, Laylatul Qadri khayrun min alfi shahr. That the night of power, the night of decree, is a night that is greater than a thousand months. Perhaps what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is trying to demonstrate to us in chapter 97 of the whole Qur'an is that this night is more significant or is equivalent to one's lifespan, which is approximately 83 years, the equivalent of a thousand months. That this night is a night whereby we must dedicate ourselves with all of our effort to seeking closeness and proximity to the Creator. It's not only the climax of the month of Ramadan, but it's the climax of the entire year. And we can't focus on that which will take place on the future, nor can we control that which has taken place in the past. Thus, this night becomes the most important night of our lives. And the objective of it is the same objective as that which is founded within the holy month of Ramadan, to attain taqwa. The end goal of all of this, we have spent more than 20 days in, dedic- in dedication and in obedience and in worship and in prayers and in recitation of the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it all comes down to how we're going to exert and demonstrate what we are going to show Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we have become and that we're striving to be. Because again, the most important thing that we want to show Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a will and is a desire, the want to get closer to Him. And He will reciprocate, as He mentions within the whole Qur'an, تَنَزَّلُ الْمَلَائِكَةُ وَالرُّوحُ فِيهَا بِإِذْنَ رَبِّهِمْ مِنْ كُلِّ أَمْرِ By descending all of the angels from the heavens onto the earth. So that on this one night, the earth is a microcosm of paradise. It is similar to us being in the proximity of the throne of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when we seek from God, He will respond. We make dua to Him and He will grant our desires. We will ask Him for forgiveness and He will not only forgive us, but He will show His love for us. And the one Dua that we need to be making during this night of the holy month of Ramadan, the night of Laylatul Qadr, وَمَا أَدْرَاكَ مَا Laylatul Qadr, is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows for our hearts to have taqwa. For us to have a sense of piety, God-conscious, God-wariness, as we have been discussing for the last several discussions, in light of the words of the commander of the faithful, Ali and I want to take a look very briefly at the next segment as mentioned in terms of the characteristics of the pious of the muttaqin as narrated by Imam Ali to his companion Hammam and whereby we can utilize these 
particular characteristics and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to endow us with them on this night of Laylatul Qadr. He states alayhi salam, Adumal khalaqu fi anfusihim fasagura ma dunahu fi a'yunihim fahum wal jannata fahum wal jannatu kaman qad ra'aha fahum fiha mun'amun wahum wal nar kaman qad ra'aha fahum fiha mu'adhibun He states that they meaning the pious those who have taqwa have seen the glory of God in such a way that they do not see anything else except for God. And again, if we want to understand what piety means, what God-conscious means, what God-wariness means, then it's just that. To see and to visualize mentally the glory of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in such a way that nothing beyond God's glory or God is that which we see. And when the only thing that we see is God, nothing else will harm us. Nothing else will faze us. It doesn't matter what happens all around us because we're not so concerned. The only thing that concerns us is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we have traditions from the Prophet and his family that say that if you want to test your belief, what's the first thing that you think about when you wake up in the morning? Do we think about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Or are we so engrossed in the affairs of the dunya. And I know that for many of us, the first thing on our mind is what are we going to eat for breakfast? I have to go to work. I'm tired. And a whole host of other things. But again, it's a process. And this is the night where we seek from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow for our hearts to only seek Him, our eyes to only desire His sight metaphorically. So again, the first quality states that they have seen Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in such a way that beyond God, nothing in this world alarms them, frightens them, or awes them. Everything other than the might of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala appears as completely insignificant to them and something that is virtually worthless in their eyes. Imam Ali alayhi salatu wasalam, he continues. And he states, فَهُمْ وَالْجَنَّةُ كَمَنْ قَدْ رَآهَا فَهُمْ فِيهَا مُنْعَمُونَ وَهُمْ وَالنَّارُ كَمَنْ قَدْ رَآهَا فَهُمْ فِيهَا مُؤَذَّبُونَ He states that their conviction in heaven, in paradise and its blessings is like a person who has been there and has actually seen everything of the heaven within their own eyes. What does that mean? That for instance, when you're flipping through verses of the whole Qur'an and the verses speak about paradise, it's as if you see yourself in paradise being recipients of all of those bounties and blessings. And similarly, on the flip side, their conviction in punishment and in the fires of hell that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promises for those who cause corruption in the world and its torments is strong, that conviction of theirs. And whenever they hear any sort of the verses of punishment, for instance, or even when they think about sin, their minds are immediately drawn to that. Again, because their fixation is on God. So before they even think about backbiting, before they even think about speaking ill of anyone, before they even think about demonstrating or emanating an act of pride or arrogance, they see punishment in front of them. 
and similarly when they're in prayers and they were and when they're in recitation of the quran and when they're going through the grueling fast of the holy month of ramadan they see themselves being recipients of paradise and they feel again the recipient of that blessing allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he consistently speaks of the muttaqin as those who have a special place that is reserved in paradise for them because of their diligence because of their focus on god in this world qulubuhum mahzunatun wa shururuhum ma'munatun wa ajsadahum nakhifatun wa hajatuhum khafifa wa anfusuhum afifa the Imam alayhi salatu wasalam, he continues. And he states that the ways of the worldly people, those whose lives are only fixated on the dunya, they feel bad for them. They feel sad for them. And the people who are known as the muttaqin, they don't harm anybody. They don't indulge in excessive eating and pleasure seeking. Their wants are limited. Their wishes are few. And whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has entrusted for them whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed for them, they have accepted patiently, whether they are sufferings or adversities. Because again, a recognition of the transitory state of this dunya, of this life. But they realize that that which is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, khayrun wa abqa, it's better and far greater lasting. On this night of Laylatul Qadr, we want to have that sense of understanding and awe and piety of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whereby we only see God and nothing else concerns us. And think about how much concerns us on a day-to-day basis. Other than our creator. Other than our ultimate objective. And that is seeking his pleasure and being the best of his slaves and the best of his servants. That's not to say that during the holy month of Ramadan and specifically on this night, the night of Laylatul Qadr, that we limit our supplications in any way. In fact, it is said that a man one day, he went to a scholar and he said, Oh my dear teacher, tell me what is it that I should be seeking on the nights of Layal al-Qadr? To which he responds to him, Utlub ad-dunya wal-akhara. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for everything in this world and everything in the next. But make sure that when we're in the process of asking God for wealth, for family, for a spouse, for children, for a new job, whatever it is that we're seeking God for and asking Him for in this life, that we don't neglect that which is far more important. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cultivates our hearts, that He purifies our souls, that He forgives our sins, that He grants us paradise in the proximity of the Messenger, peace and blessings be upon Him and His family. And that in the course of the du'as that we're making on these nights of Laylatul Qadr, say, Allahumma j'alni min al-muttaqeen. Oh Allah, grant me the ability to be from amongst the muttaqeen, amongst those who are your most beloved creations, from amongst your saints and those who are in closest of proximity to you. Because when you have a sense of proximity to God, there is nowhere else that's even worthy of approaching. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on this night of Laylatul Qadr, on these nights of the holy month of Ramadan, to grant us the ability to be the best of his slaves and the best of his servants, and that he purifies our hearts and our souls and he forgives our sins, 
and that tomorrow when we wake up in the morning, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us this completely clean and sound heart, إِلَّا مَنْ أَتَ As he mentions within the whole Qur'an, that there's one group of people who on the Day of Judgment, they will find God in a state of real ma'rifah. And those are those individuals who see Him and find Him with a clean heart. Walhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. وَصَلَّلَهُمْ عَلَى مُحَمَّدٍ وَآلِهِ الطَّاهِرِينَ Follow Sheikh Fayaz on Twitter and Instagram at Fayaz Jafar and look out for him on Facebook.